This is a Diet of Brussels. What have we learned from the Conservative Party conference? If we look at uh, the, the conference that's just ended, uh, which I think is the most important one of all the, the ones that we've looked at over the past few weeks, we can see a number of useful developments uh, in our understanding of how the government is going to pursue the renegotiation and the referendum. I say that despite the fact that there is no advance in terms of the substance of that renegotiation. If you look at David Cameron's speech, for example, closing the conference uh, today, uh, th- there's nothing that means anything particularly. He talks about rejecting the notion of ever closer union, but it's not clear whether that's meant in the specific sense of removing it from the preamble of the treaties or in a, a more nebulous sense of uh, countering this uh, idea of the EU as being too bossy and too overbearing. And given the rest of the the context that David Cameron talked about, I think we tend more towards the the nebulous end of the uh, interpretation. Now, I think this really reflects the ongoing uncertainty in uh, number 10 about quite what it is they're trying to achieve with the renegotiation. They need to bring something back to the uh, people uh, who will be making the decision in uh, the referendum But uh, at the moment, they haven't really got a firm handle on what that might be. However, you can also see in David Cameron's speech the the outline, the the germ of how he would approach a uh, renegotiation campaign and uh, a referendum campaign. Uh, He talked not just about what the UK can get out of the EU, but also about what the uh, UK can get the EU involved in. So he talks about trade liberalisation, he talks about sanctions against Iran, all of these things which are uh, the starting point of how we might engage in a uh, more pragmatic kind of way with integration, that it's not just about cost, it's also about benefits. So as he does say, it's not about a romantic attachment to the EU. You know, He's never going to say he loves the European Union or anything about it. But he is going to say... This is of benefit to the UK. However, very limited in uh, his engagement with that. And for me, really, I think the the key message that I took from his speech was that he's trying to keep his party at bay. It's telling that there wasn't much discussion of Europe on the main stage, on the main speeches. Where it was, it was actually more critical than uh, Cameron's speech you had. Uh, Theresa May, uh, particularly talking about the need to limit uh, migration, limit uh, asylum seekers and abuses of the system, uh, which went well beyond what could be contained within the EU structure and well beyond uh, international obligations as well. Uh, And even though May has been somewhat put back in her box by uh, various figures, uh, she, I think, clearly is an outrider for uh, the renegotiation uh, as a, a sign of what might be uh, important and what might be part of the rhetoric. Even Boris Johnson was more critical about the EU than David Cameron was. And that matters because May and Johnson are front runners to replace Cameron. And even if he is now saying he wants to do his full term, stay around right up until the next election, which I think is uh, problematic in uh, lots of other ways, They will help set the tone, that will be part of their pitch to the party as they fight that out 
uh, with uh, George Osborne. Uh, and really, the uh, visceral engagement that the Conservative Party has had with the European issue over the past well, who knows how long, how many decades it's been. That will continue and that will be a big part of the cell. Instead, uh, I think Cameron's tried to limit his ministers, his cabinet, from being too outspoken, uh, talk about it, talking about it too much. But there's clearly a lot of groundswell of uh, interest and opinion. Uh, we've seen lots of evidence that the fringe events that have been organised on the European issue have been very well attended, a lot of discussion, a lot of critical engagement. So the party really cares about this issue. And that matters because at some point Cameron has to sell this not just to the country but also to his party. So if we want to think ahead to the referendum campaign, the way that he manages this process, the opportunity he has to try and have a little bit of space in which to uh, dress something up uh, as a substantive renegotiation, I think is particularly important. And we're going to see those pressures play out through the next year or so.